Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Patrick Riley, host of the Riley and Kimmy Show. You found our special edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show, a holiday golden age of radio tribute. On behalf of the Riley and Kimmy Show, we wish everyone a happy holiday season. A Merry Christmas to all. This old-time radio production is safe for all ages, all ears to hear. If you enjoy what you hear, please visit our website, RileyAndKimmy.com. We offer a daily pop culture podcast that focuses on the world of retro, nostalgia, and trivia. Please visit our website. Also, our social media links are available there. Celebrity interviews and more. That's at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, going back in time to the thrilling days of yesteryear, here's the Riley and Kimmy Show's Christmas gift for you, a golden age of radio tribute. Here he is, folks. During the day, he's busy acting in the forthcoming movie, A Bell for Adano. But tonight, he's just a big kid eagerly waiting for Christmas. The first Christmas Eve I remember, my grandma told me to go out on the porch and drag in the Yule log. The Yule log turned out to be Grandpa. (laughs) The American Meat Institute presents William Bendix in The Life of Riley. It's the week before Christmas, and all through the land, people are busy sending and receiving gaily wrapped packages. War worker Riley has just entered the living room of his California bungalow with two such packages in his arms. Well, what's that you got there, Riley? Christmas presents? Yeah, Dumplin', for me. Something I can really use. Oh, who gave them to you, Dad? A very good friend of mine. Me. (laughs) See? I like that, a new hat. How do I look? Well... Don't you think those pork pie hats are a little too youthful for you? No, no. The man in the store said I got the perfect face for a pork pie hat. (laughs) Oh, what's in the other package, Pop? Cigars. Oh, but, Dad, your friend Waldo Benny always gives you cigars for Christmas. Yeah, I know. But the trouble with Waldo's cigars, I can't figure out how to smoke them and not be in the same room at the time. (laughs) You're right, Pop. The only way to get what you want for Christmas is to buy it yourself. What's eating on you, Junior? Look what Aunt Henny sent me from Brooklyn. Earmuffs in California. Uh, Oh, well, cheer up. Maybe Uncle Baxter in Boston will send you some snow, huh? Junior, Aunt Henny's package is marked do not open until Christmas. I know. You knew and you opened it? Oh, what's wrong? Junior, it's against the spirit of Christmas. Why, yes. You should have waited until Christmas morning when we all open our presents. Oh, gee. Besides, I... it ain't just the idea of opening a package. It's, it's what's behind it. 
It shows you ain't got willpower. Oh, maybe not, but I just had to know what was in it. <laughs> Peg, this boy don't take after me. No willpower. No, but he has got your good look. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, that's sweet, Dumplin'. I can't argue because it's true. <laughs> Listen, Junior, you've got to develop willpower. Remember, life is just a bowl of cherries, which means there are lots of pits you can fall into. <laughs> Only willpower can save you from the pitfalls. Oh, the door. I'll answer it. Anybody who ain't got willpower ain't fit to fight the battle of life. Now, take me, for instance. I got willpower. This morning at the plant, when Big Jim Anderson stepped on my foot on purpose with his 300 pounds, I had enough willpower not to punch him in the nose. Dad, Dad, it was a package for you. Here. For me? Hey, sure wrapped up pretty, isn't it? Oh, who's it from, Riley? Uh, it don't say, but according to the postmark, it comes from uh, Walla Walla. Walla Walla? Let's see, who do I know in the South Pacific? <laughs> Bob, Walla Walla's a city in the state of Washington. Oh, Walla Walla! Oh. Well, we don't know anybody in Walla Walla. Well, maybe some friend of Dad moved to Walla Walla. Walla Walla. Who do I know? Who do I know? Who could it be? Who could it be? <laughs> Riley, just because it comes from Walla Walla, you don't have to say everything twice. <laughs> I wonder what's in this box. Too short for slippers. Too flat for military brushes. Too light for a bowling ball. Don't rattle. Don't smell. Don't leak. Gee, I wish I knew what was in it. Well, guessing won't get you anywhere. Yeah, I'd better open it and find out. Just a minute, Pop. Look what it says there on the bottom of this sticker. Where? Oh, do not open until Christmas. Oh. (laughs) Thanks for bringing it to my attention, Junior. I'll just leave it the way it is until Christmas. You'd better... After the lecture, you just gave Junior on will. Uh, don't worry about me. If I say I won't open it until Christmas, I won't open it. Oh, last Christmas you opened the present you got from Muley Durkin ahead of time. Well, that was a business thing, so I'd know how much to spend on his present. <laughs> oh, go on. You always die of curiosity. Every package you ever get. Uh, not me. I ain't the least bit curious about what's in that package. Not... It's kind of thin, ain't it? <laughs> Just so you won't be tempted to open it, I'll put it away. Good. On the shelf in this closet. Good. And I'll lock the closet. Good. Uh, no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't lock the closet. Well, see, I, I told you. Joe Jr., it ain't what you think. It ain't on account of the present. Well, then why don't you want the closet locked? Well, uh, uh, in case of fire, the, the mice won't be able to escape. <laughs> All right, then I won't lock it. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, this package don't exist. Uh, Junior, remind me Christmas morning to open it. Huh? Oh, right. uh, I'll show all of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Come on along now. It's time for supper. Yeah, come on, kids. Supper. Oh, we'll be in in a minute. Listen, Babs, I bet you a dollar to a nickel that Pop opens that package before Christmas. Oh, Smarty, you always want a sure thing. You know Daddy can't hold out till Christmas. Hey, Babs. What? Where is that mouse trap we had? <laughs> <laughs>
shirt. What, what's that? Oh, that, that, that's, that's only me, Dumplin'. Oh, Riley. Why aren't you asleep? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to, to, to get a glass of water. Go, go, go to sleep. Oh, well, don't make any more noise. No. Mousetrap. Junior, do you know anything about this? Oh, I was just trying to catch a mouse, Pop. I never thought you would go to the closet in the middle of the night. Well, that, that, that could happen to anybody. I, I, I was going for a glass of water, and I just happened to mistake the closet in the living room for the icebox in the kitchen. I... <laughs> Waldo Binney. How are you, Waldo? Oh, my aching back. <laughs> I've been out walking my wife's great Dane, and he simply refuses to take me home. I'm exhausted. Well, here, I'll pull the dog home for you, Waldo. Give me his lease. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Riley. Sometime I'll do a favor for you, like ironing some shirts or... Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Shush now, Hamlet, shush. Or tonight I'll make you sleep in your bed instead of mine. <laughs> Waldo, I want to ask your opinion. I, I got a friend, uh, name and no name, see, but this friend got a package marked, Do Not Open Until Christmas. Now, my question is... Mr. Riley, the answer is no. No? Under no circumstances should such a package be opened before Christmas. Remember, curiosity killed a cat. Well, my friend ain't a cat. His son, Junior, thinks he's a rat. He leaves traps around for him. Mr. Riley, not only isn't it Christmassy, but anybody who can't resist temptation is just a wishy-washy weakling without character. Uh, that, that's what I say. Waldo. Waldo, I just got a brainwave. The package says do not open before Christmas, but it don't say do not look inside before Christmas. Well... Well, now, suppose somebody else opened this package. I won't do it. No, yeah, but, 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 but suppose somebody did open it, and then my friend couldn't help finding out what was inside. That's true. Technically, he would be innocent. I would, huh? Say, you know, something like that happened in our house last year. This dog here opened a package marked, Do Not Open Until Christmas. He did, huh? Yeah, and he just tore the wrapping paper to shreds. Well, I couldn't help finding out what was in it. You don't say. Uh, by the way, Waldo, uh, how's about lending me this dog for a little while, huh? Why? Well, I, I, I ain't got a dog, and you know what you ain't got, you always miss. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Take me. I haven't got a son like you have. I'll lend you the dog. Oh, that's swell, Waldo. And sometime, I'll lend you Junior. <laughs> Come on, Hamlet. Come on, boy. Shh, Hamlet, quiet. Come on, in, in here in the living room. Come on. 
Atta boy. Now, now you sit down right over here. Now, 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 just let my hand out of your mouth. That's a good one. Now, I'm going to get something pretty for you to play with. Junior, out. Who's there? Don't say a word, Hamlet. Now, now listen, Pop. Look what I got for you. See the package? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Pretty little package. I'll put it down right here in front of you. I'll bet you're dying to know what's inside. (laughs) You ain't the only one. Huh? Yeah, there's only one way to find out, huh, Hamlet? Go ahead, go on. If you feel like sick or anything, like like a package, for instance. Sick it. Go, go, go ahead, Hamlet. Go ahead, sick it. I'll see you later. Christmas with every Christmas. Oh, there you are, Dumplin'. Oh, hello, dear. Are you back to Zoom? Yeah, I was over the Wildwood. Hey. Hi, Lee. Listen to that. I don't hear nothing. I hear a dog. Oh, it must be next door at Waldo's house. It's right in this house, in the living room. No, 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 Peg, wait. Don't bother looking. I tell you, it's next door now. Don't be silly. It's in the living room. Well, I I wonder how he got in. Peg, my package. He'll get in the closet and tear open the package before Christmas. That would be horrible. Well, I never. Did he do it, Peg? I'm afraid to look. Well, you'd better open your eyes. But, Peg, I don't want to see what's in my package until... My box of cigars! He chewed up all my cigars! And look, look, my new hat, he's eating my hat! Stop it, you... you you dog! (laughs) Oh, Riley! This is no laughing matter. Well, cheer up. You're lucky. He didn't even touch your Christmas package. Well, Riley's plan has gone to the dog, along with his new hat and cigars. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, the package Riley got, labeled Do Not Open Till Christmas, still remains intact. So far, he has not broken his vow to the family. But with a full week left to go before Christmas, our hero's patience is near the breaking point. Right now, he's studying a big book, reading off names. Yarbo, Yerbert, Yuccolini, Yuzzy. Riley, what are you mumbling about in here? What's that big book? Zeb, Zackle. Oh, 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 this dumpling, this is the city directory of Walla Walla. Oh, are you still trying to find out who sent you that package? No, 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 I'm I'm just reading this for pleasure. (laughs) Zibolovsky, Zizimal. It's nice to know your fellow Americans, you know. Well, I wish all I had to do was read about who lives in Walla Walla. Zootboot, Zogu, Zuz. Oh, I don't recognize the faces of any of these names. <laughs> I give up. I, I, I ain't going to think about that darn package. Now, uh, who's there? It's Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Well, if it ain't my favorite undertaker. How are you, Digby? Greetings, Riley. You're looking well. 
Very natural. Well, thanks. I feel good, too. Well, uh, what brings you here, Digger? Just passing by. I had some free time on my hands. Things are very quiet down at my place. (laughs) Yeah, I guess everybody's too busy Christmas shopping. (laughs) Ah, yes, Christmas. Joyous Noel. I adore Christmas. It's so gay. (laughs) Yeah, I like Christmas, too. Especially the presents. Now, I got a package... Oh, that reminds me, Riley. I found out what my wife is giving me for Christmas. A beautiful sport jacket. Sport jacket, huh? What color? Black. (laughs) A light black. I'll bet you'll look good in it. Speaking of presents, I I got... My little boy is getting me my favorite book, The Good Earth. I love to bury myself in a book. Well, the good earth is great for that. Now, Digger, I got a package here, see? Ah, yes, yes. Do not open before Christmas. Yeah, and I'm aching to know what's in it, but I swore I wouldn't open it. I'm afraid I can't help you, Riley. I can't imagine what's inside. And I haven't got X-ray eyes. (laughs) Well, guess I'll have just to wait until... Digger, I know how I can find out what's in there without opening it. I'll have this package x-rayed. Yes, sir, what is it you wish? Well, nurse, I'd like to see this Professor Geeko. Oh, the professor's out just now. Can I help you? Well, I've seen an ad in the paper where it says... For $2.50, you can get an X-ray, fluoroscopic treatment, electrolysis treatment, scalp massage, and free parking. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the professor's there. Well, all I want is the X-ray. Certainly. Your name? Uh, Chester A. Riley. Very well, Mr. Riley. Now, you go behind that screen and take your clothes off. Well, sure. No, no. Wait, wait a minute. I ain't, I ain't taking no clothes off. Well, what part of your anatomy do you wish X-ray? My package. There it is. Oh. Oh, I see. (laughs) Well, we generally do people, but uh, I guess it's okay. Come back in a half hour. We'll have the x-ray for you. Thank you. Uh, Pardon me. The nurse said... The nurse is out. I am Professor Geeko. Can I help you? Well... I had an x-ray taken. The, the name is Chester Riley. Chester Riley. Yeah. Well, I'll see if I can find the plate in this file. Now, let's see. J. Johnson. K. King. L. Oh, here's my lunch. <laughs> D. Q. Uh, oh, here we have it. Riley, just Riley. What is the show, Professor? Quick, tell me, what is the show? I don't get what? excited. Just what? give me a moment to examine the x-ray. Oh, okay. I'll be seeing you those old familiar places. Ye God! Oh, well, what's the matter? Frankly, I don't see how you can breathe. According to this x-ray, you have no lungs. No lungs? Oh, you, you don't understand, Professor. I certainly I... don't. This uh... is a remarkable case. Better lie down. You may be dead. <laughs> Professor, you, you mean the x-ray don't show nothing? Nothing, nothing. 
I advise immediate surgery. Uh, listen, Professor, I don't need nothing taken out of me. You're right. You need something put in. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> when can we operate? Well, not right now, Professor. As, as far as my anatomy goes, I, I got a motto which says, do not open until Christmas. <laughs> Well, Junior, you uh, finished with your homework? Yeah, Pop. Come here, Junior. I want to have a little talk with you. About what? Well, I, I've been thinking about how I bawled you out for opening your present from Aunt Henny before Christmas. And, well, I decided that I was wrong. Oh, no, Pop. You were right. No, uh-huh, no, Junior. I was wrong. No, you were right, Pop. Don't contradict me, Junior. <laughs> I'm always right. I was wrong. After all, what's so terrible about opening a package before Christmas? Why, Pop, doing a thing like that shows a person is weak-willed. Well, a fellow's got to resist temptation. Remember, Pop, life is just a bowl of cherries, but that doesn't mean there aren't pitfalls. Junior, who taught you nonsense like that? <laughs> you did. Well, there are times when you shouldn't listen to me. <laughs> now, listen to me. Sometimes... <laughs> Being weak-willed is a good thing. Oh, how do you mean? Well, look, uh, today I saw an expensive Christmas gift in a store which I wanted to get for a certain boy whom I've known personally for 13 years. The gift was too expensive, but I was too weak to resist, and so I bought it for him. You did, Pop? What was it? Well, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It starts with an R. R? Yep. Roller skates? No, no, no. I said expensive. Ah, I, I might as well tell you. A bicycle. <laughs> a bicycle? Yeah. Oh, boy, you... But, Pop, bicycle doesn't start with an R. Oh, this was a red bicycle. <laughs> well, wasn't, wasn't that nice of me to buy it? Huh? Oh, sure was. Mm-hmm. Any boy would appreciate a favor like that. He sure would. Well, I'm glad to see that we understand each other. Now, listen. Nobody will know. I'll go out of the room. Then you go to the closet, get the package. No, a... Pop, I won't do it. You won't. Why, you... You tricked me. Okay. From now on, we're through. We ain't on speaking terms. We're finished. I'll support you. I'll, I'll put you through school. I'll pay for your wedding. But from then on, you're on your own. Hello. What's going on here? Oh. Oh, hello, Beds, honey. Gee, I'm glad to see you. Here, sit down here next to your daddy. Well, Dad, what's gotten into you? You know, Bebs, I never appreciated you as much as I should. When you were born, I wanted a boy, and so I was a little annoyed with you. But uh, today I changed my mind. I'm glad you're a girl, Bess. Oh, something tells me you had a fight with Junior. Oh, Pop was trying to convince me it'd be okay if he opened his Christmas present now. Huh. There's no harm in that, is there, Bess, honey? Why, Dad, I'm surprised at you. After all, life is just a bowl of cherries with pitfalls. That's enough! My own children turning against me. 
Okay, that settles it. I'm through with both of you. <laughs> well, how's the roast, Riley? Good. Peg, please tell your son to pass the salt. Hmm? Well, Riley, what... Uh, tell your daughter to do the same with the pepper. <laughs> What's going on here? Did you children have a fight with your father? No, Mom, he just asked me... Junior. Well, he wanted... I to... did not. I, I did not ask you to open my present for me. Oh, so that's it. Uh, Riley, look. For heaven's sake, will you do me a favor and open that present? No, I... I got willpower. Please. Oh, well, uh, you're, you're begging me? Yes, Dad. We all are. Please open it. Oh, you're pleading with me, huh? Oh, yes, yes Riley. Well, say that you're pleading with me. Good. All right, all right. We're pleading. Please open it. Well, okay. Just to keep peace in the family, I'll do it. But I'm doing it against my will. Oh, that's Junior! Oh, Riley! For heaven's sake, take off that mouse trap. So I'll, I'll take it off later. First, I gotta look in the parcel. Well, what's in it, Riley? Well, well, tell us, Dad, what is it? Nothing. But it's full of nothing. Uh, no, Pop, look. There's something at the bottom. A, a card. A ca- uh, let me see. There's writing on it. It says, Dear friend, if you succumb to temptation and open this package before Christmas, you have absolutely no willpower. Send $2 immediately to Professor Ludwig Stefanati, Box 27, Walla Walla, for his famous book entitled, How to Develop Your Willpower. Start the... Daddy, it must be a new kind of advertising. <laughs> and you fell for it. <laughs> uh, the whole fell for it. I, <laughs> I, I knew it all the time. Uh, the honest, I did. I, I... The Rileys will be back in just a moment. Ah, yeah. Imagine his professor thinking I need his book. Oh, boy, this is a good one on him. Pop, on the level, uh, don't you think you should send for the book? Junior, I'll give you a simple answer. Go to bed. (laughs) Junior's right, Riley. Well, the way you worried yourself sick about opening that package shows you have absolutely no willpower. Oh, it does, does it? Well, okay, I'm going to show you how wrong you are. I'm going to fill out this coupon, see? And I'm going to send it to this professor. And when the book gets here, I'm going to read every word of it. But no matter how many bills he sends me, I ain't never going to send him the two dollars. <laughs> I'll show him that I've got willpower. <laughs> here he is, folks. During the day, he stars in movies like Wake Island, Guadalcanal Diary, and Lifeboat. But tonight, he's just an old sit-by-the-fire, eagerly waiting for Santa Claus. The first Christmas I remember, I was just a kid back in Brooklyn. Right after dinner, I hid my father's shoes, and at the stroke of midnight, Santa Claus came down the chimney in his bare feet. (laughs) (laughs) The American Meat Institute presents William Bendix in the Life of Riley. 
you all know the old nursery rhyme, "'Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house "'not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse? "'Well, that doesn't go for the Riley house on this Christmas Eve. "'There's plenty stirring there. "'Things began to pop when Riley arrived home "'from the Los Angeles aircraft plant where he works "'with some news that his wife and daughter found a little upsetting. "'What? You mean to say you invited that Roswell Stevenson here for Christmas? What possessed you to do a thing like that? Well, the reason is... But, Dad, that little rip Roswell will ruin our whole Christmas. The last time he was here, he almost burnt the house down. Well, the reason is... And remember when Roswell hit you on the head with a horseshoe? He said it was for good luck. And still you invite him here on Christmas Eve. Well, why? Well, the reason is... Honest, Riley. Sometimes you do the craziest things. Well... Stop moving your mouth like a goldfish. Oh, the least you can do is tell us. Don't just stand there. I ain't standing. I'm sitting. I know you like your boss very much, but if you'll take my advice, you'll call up Mr. Stevenson and say you can't have Roswell here. That's what I think. I was brought up to believe that all babies were brought by the stork. I was wrong. The girls must come by parrot. <laughs> Don't exaggerate. Riley, we're listening. Well, I invited Roswell to spend Christmas with us because his mother was suddenly taken to the hospital this morning. Oh. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, gee, Dad. Poor kid must be upset. No, Roswell don't know about it yet. Mr. Stevenson don't know himself how serious it might be and is no use spoiling the boy's Christmas. But won't he find out? Not if we don't blab. Roswell's father made up a story that he's taken Mrs. Stevenson out of town over the holidays. So remember, don't let on. Mumps is the word. <laughs> Dear, I I'm sorry I said what I did, but you should have told us. Yeah, you're right. The next time I want to tell you women something, I'll go down to the corner drugstore and phone you. <laughs> Under the circumstances, I'm glad you invited Roswell here. Well, I better go and fix up the cot in Junior's room. Listen, Peg, don't tell Junior about Roswell's mother. You know how Junior talks. Even in his sleepy jabbers. You know what side of the family he got that habit from. <laughs> Dad, what are we giving Roswell for Christmas? It's practically here. Just four hours. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Well, well, gee, I don't know. All the stores are closed. Well, we can't give each other things and leave him out. I'd give him one of my gifts, but they'll all be girls. Yeah, you couldn't give him a girl. <laughs> I mean a girl's gift. I know what to give, Roswell. Where's Junior? Oh, he'll be home soon. Oh, Riley, you're not taking away one of Junior's presents? Who's taking anything? When I talk to Junior and explain things, he'll give Roswell the best he's got. Oh, but Junior can't stand Roswell. Well, neither can I. <laughs> that Roswell is murder. But this is Christmas. That's why I'm willing to give up one of Junior's presents. <laughs> so you see, Junior, at Christmas time, it ain't what you get that makes you happy. I know, Pop. It's what you give that makes you happy. So this year, I'm going to make you happy by letting you give something to somebody you like. Who is this somebody I like? You like Roswell Stevenson, don't you? I think he's a goon. Junior, that ain't the right spirit. On Christmas, you gotta like all the goons. <laughs> <laughs> give him presents. 
I got to give Roswell one of my own presents? Now you're getting the idea. Well, I got a better idea, Pop. If it makes people so happy to give, let's make Roswell happy by letting him give me something. I don't seem to be getting my message across so good. Look, Junior, how will it look Christmas morning, our arms loaded with presents, and poor Roswell sitting in a corner twiddling his empty thumbs? Okay. Okay, I'll give him something. But what? Well, now you're talking like my own boy. Now listen, Junior. You, you, you know that little model racing auto that you asked me to build for you? Gosh, Pop, did you make it on the level? Sure. You know how for the past three months I've been going bowling every Monday night? Yeah. Well, I haven't. I've been working on that model racer over at Greasy Beaster's garage. Really, Pop? Yep. Gee, that's swell of you. Gee, I don't know how to thank you. Well, you're getting too big to kiss me. <laughs> but we, we can shake hands. What's it like, huh, Pop? Well, I don't want to go into any detail because it's a surprise, but it's got everything that a real automobile has got. Tires, headlights, bumpers, license plates, no gas. <laughs> well, how big is it, Pop? Well, it's two feet long. At least you can find a place to park it in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, boy, wait till a gang sees that car. Yeah, uh, uh, and, Junior, that little car you're getting, you ain't getting. <laughs> Roswell's getting it out of county. You're giving it to him out of the kindness of your heart. Oh, Pop, no, not my special racer. Oh, Pop. Now, Junior, I ain't got no more time to argue. I I'll make you another racer. I'll start right after Christmas, but... Right now, you, you get busy and change the label on that red box there. Make it say, uh, to Roswell from Santa Claus. Gosh, don't I even get credit for giving it up? Well, we don't want him to know it was yours, do I? Now, Junior, you do exactly like I say. And I'm certainly glad you made this decision. <laughs> Roswell's coming up the steps now. Well, I guess we're all ready for him. I've locked up the ant poison, the matches, and the carving knife. Open the door, Junior. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Merry Christmas, Roswell. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Come in. Come in. Thank you very much. Just put my bags down, Parks. Yes, sir. And your gifts, Master Roswell? Yeah, Roswell. I, I, I've never seen so many Christmas packages. Uh, stick them under our tree, buddy. If you don't mind, Mr. Riley, better let me handle the man. Oh, 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 oh sure, Roswell. Man handle the man. I, I mean, handle the man. Sure. You may take my presents to my suite, Parks. Oh, uh, Mr. Riley, where is my suite? Your suite? Uh, that, that's in Junior's room. It's the cot near the window. <laughs> <laughs> A cot? Mm. Oh, very well. Parks, pile my presents in Junior's room. I shan't require them until I leave. Oh, but Roswell, you'll want to open your presents on Christmas when we open ours. I hope we're not going to have a lot of nonsense about this matter of Christmas, Mrs. Riley. Personally, I've outgrown it. Now, that's no way to talk, Roswell. Look at Santa Claus. He's got a beard and he ain't outgrown it. Now, if someone will please show me to my quarters. Yes, Right this way, Roswell. Parks, you may draw my bath. Uh, Mr. Riley, you have a tub? No, that's just the way I'm standing. <laughs> I mean a bathtub. Oh. Oh, sure we got a bathtub. 
Roswell, the stopper is missing, so you'll have to use your big toe. How primitive. Very well, if you'll excuse me. Gosh, he don't want to be here any more than we want him. Have we got a bathtub? I could slap him. Oh, give him a break. He's probably lonely. Fine Christmas we're going to have from the looks. Now, listen, kids. We can't have a white Christmas in California, but that don't mean we got to have a blue one. So, everybody get merry and stay that way. But what about Roswell, Daddy? You just leave him to me. I'm giving Roswell a merry Christmas if I have to pound the daylights out of him to do it. We'll be back with the Rileys and their very difficult house guest in a moment. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. It's a little later on Christmas Eve, and Riley is trying to combine trimming the tree with the lesson on Christmas good cheer for his wealthy but discontented young house guest, Roswell Stevenson, the son of Riley's boss. Roswell, so far, shows no improvement. Look at Roswell. Look what I'm going to put on the tree now. Popcorn stringers. How exciting. <laughs> yeah, Mom pops it and Bab strings it and Pop hangs it on the tree. And on Christmas Day comes the best part. Oh, you peddle it on the streets. <laughs> no, we, we eat it. Junior, hand me that war bond over there. That's the first thing I'm going to hang on a tree. And I'm going to keep hanging it there every year. Every year, Pop? Yep. Every year for ten years until it's ripe. And then I'll pick it. Pop, didn't Roswell's father give you that bond? Yeah, with swell of them, too. Roswell, I, I hope your dad likes the handkerchiefs I gave him. They may not be big enough. You see, I didn't know what size nose he's got. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, isn't it, Roswell? <laughs> Yes. I must remember to tell my father you made a joke about his nose. Uh, suppose we forget about it, huh, Roswell. Uh, hand me that box of Christmas tree ornaments there, Junior. Oh, here, Pop. Yeah. Classy, ain't they, Roswell? They're imported. They come from Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn? Isn't that a suburb of the Bronx? Roswell, never say that while I'm holding a hammer in my hand. <laughs> Don't forget, I'm a member of the BPLA. And what, may I ask, is the BPLA? The Brooklyn Patriots of Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, Pop, can I hang some of the ornaments on the tree? Yeah, but, well, watch yourself now. They break easy. Say, here's one of my special ornaments, Roswell. Look at it. Ain't that a novelty, huh? All I can see is a large cowboy hat. Oh, well, well, look closer and you'll see Mayor LaGuardia under the hat. <laughs> Here, Junior, you hang the mayor. Okay, Pop. Oh, watch now, Roswell. Let's see now. What do we have next here? Junior, look what you've done. You dropped it. <laughs> do it again, Junior. That was fun. I didn't drop him, Pop. He, he kind of exploded right in my hand. Junior. It's bad enough you broke it without you having to make up a story. Mr. Riley, Junior can't help it if he's clumsy. It just seemed to slip through his fingers. It did not. Junior, don't be contradicting Roswell when he's standing up for you. Ah, 
I tell you, it kind of exploded. Oh, come now, Junior. You were careless. Admit it. Mr. Riley, let Junior hang another ornament. It'll restore the lad's confidence. No, I'm... I'm not going to take any more chances. I'm hanging the next one so it'll get done right. Be careful, Pop. Uh, Fifteen years I had them ornaments and they never exploded on me. All you got to do is be careful. You show them how it's done, Mr. Riley. Yeah, now, now watch, Junior. You, you see this glass apple? Yeah. Uh, first, I tied this apple on the tree. See? Now I'm letting go of it very carefully. Yeah. See? <laughs> It exploded. <laughs> Look, I got glass apple sauce. Oh, I know what happened, Pop. I was watching that time. Roswell did it. That is sheer nonsense. He wasn't nowhere near it. No, but he's got DB shot and a bean shooter, and he pops him with that. Uh, Roswell. What's the idea of sniping at our Christmas tree? It's long past my bedtime, Mr. Riley. I think I'll retire. Roswell, come back here. Uh, Roswell, I'm giving you your choice. Either you come back here or I'm going to... Before you finish your sentence, Mr. Riley, may I remind you that my father is your boss and no man is indispensable? Now, what were you about to say? I was just going to say either you come back here or... Else do whatever you was going to do. <laughs> Before I so rudely interrupted, help me pick up the glass, Junior. Riley? Riley? Oh, here I am. I'm just finishing the tree. What's the matter? Did you know Roswell's been phoning to Sun Valley? Sun Valley? You mean that place in Idaho where people go skidding? Skiing. Long distance just called and said the charges on the call to Sun Valley are six fifty. Six fifty? Mm-hmm. For one phone call? If he wants to call up valleys, let him call the San Fernando Valley. It's only a nickel. <laughs> he also called Palm Springs, Arrowhead Springs, and Murrieta Springs. Listen, I ain't working twelve hours a day to make Alexander Graham Bell rich. I won't stand for it. I I'll Hello? Hello, sir. I have hot springs. Well, wear asbestos pajamas. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. I canceled the call, please. Hot springs. That's way back east. Hot springs. Oh. Oh, Riley, I see now. Roswell's been calling up all these resorts to get in touch with his folks. Why, the poor boy's lonesome. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gosh, of course. That's why he's been acting so peculiar, even for him. Oh. It's hard for a boy to think his parents deserted him on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Riley, maybe we better tell him about his mother, huh? No, no, no. I, I, I promised Mr. Stevenson I wouldn't tell. Poor kid. I remember once I was away from home on Christmas Eve. Peg, I'm going to make one more stab at cheering him up. Oh, yes. Show Roswell our stockings all hung up by the fireplace and hang up his stocking, too. Yeah. For a minute there, when he busted my ornaments, I was going to hang up both of his stockings with him in them. 
Well, I'll see what I can do for the little guy. Okay. Now, Roswell, that place in the middle of the row is where you can hang up your stockings, right next to my three. Mr. Riley, such whimsy. To me, you are an interesting survivor of a species I had supposed extinct. Yes? I'm beginning to appeal to you, huh? (laughs) Mr. Riley, do you actually believe it's true that a fat character with a white beard travels through the air propelled by reindeer? Well, you see, Roswell, it's it's a kind of a legend that you believe in. Like like believing that your wife's relatives are going to pay you back the dough they borrowed. (laughs) Well, I refuse to believe in these childish legends. Roswell, I can see you're a septic. You know, a, a fellow by the name of Dickens once wrote a story about Christmas, and in it there was a character just like you. His name was Stooge. <laughs> Scrooge. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Scrooge. Well, this Scrooge didn't believe in Christmas either until... Wait a minute. I'm going to read you this story. It'll do you a world of good. Well, if you insist, Mr. Riley. I got the book right here. A Christmas Carol. Huh. The story starts like this. Old Marley was dead. One moment. What is the relationship between this Marley, alleged to be dead, and the character Scrooge, whom you claim I resemble? Oh, well, they used to be partners in business. I thought as much. And Scrooge inherited the business, eh? Right. Now, 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 let's start over. Old Marley was dead. Just a moment, Mr. Riley. What were the exact circumstances of Marley's death? Well, I, I don't know. Dickens don't say. And, and if Dickens don't know, how the Dickens should I know? <laughs> then what is yeah. your authority for claiming that Marley is dead at all? Okay, then he ain't dead. But at the moment, he's just too stubborn to breathe. <laughs> anyway, what do you care how Marley died? Well, obviously, since Scrooge inherited Marley's business... I can plainly see that Scrooge is going to be accused of his partner's murder. No, no, Roswell. This ain't no murder mystery. It's a, it's a beautiful story about Christmas. You, you see, Marley's ghost comes back and haunts Scrooge. See? You and... mean that this Dickens wants us to believe that a ghost actually materializes? And that Scrooge, that Scrooge sees the ectoplasm? I don't know from no ectoplasm. <laughs> they say... They didn't even have blood banks in them days. <laughs> Listen, Roswell, look. I- I- instead of reading you a Christmas carol, I'm going to do like Molly's ghost did with Scrooge. I'm going to take you all around town and show you how other people do at Christmas. Indeed. Yeah. Only instead of flying through the air like the ghost done, we're going to ride on buses, which is even more frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you never seen this part of town before, huh, Roswell? I don't want to see it now. Well, I brought you here to learn something. You've been feeling sorry for yourself and lonesome. I, I, I guess you got plenty of reason. But these people are really lonesome. Man's got to be awful shy on real friends before he looks for company down here on Skid Row. But even down here, they're getting ready for Christmas. Look, 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 look in this place. It's, it's a church. A church? It's nothing but an old store. You can't always tell a church by the architecture. (laughs) Remember, Christmas didn't start in a cathedral. Look in here through the door. You want to go in a while? No. 
I don't care to mingle with people like those. People like them, Roswell, are all members of the human race, which I am also. <laughs> Maybe if you live long enough and learn fast enough, someday we'll put you up for membership. Okay, Roswell, take a gander down this street. That's quite a sight, ain't it? See all them push carts lined up? What junk? Yeah, but cheap, Roswell. And people who can't afford no better buy their Christmas presents off them carts. Sometimes they spend the last money they got so somebody won't go without nothing for Christmas. Look at the old man buying a toy, that, that guy in the raggedy coat there. Uh, I suppose some child will consider that toy quite amusing. Some kid will think it's wonderful. Wait a minute. He can't buy it. He ain't got enough money even for that. Probably costs a nickel too much. Uh, Mr. Riley, quick. Let's buy the contents of that push cart and, and lower the prices. Call that man back. <laughs> he won't get far away. But that's quite an idea, Roswell. And I wouldn't wonder if you just hadn't bought yourself the biggest bargain that ever come off a push cart. You just bought a piece of Santa Claus. Look, Roswell. See that lighted-up window with the Christmas candle burning in? There's a star in the window, too. Yeah. Star's on a service flag. I know the folks in there. They used to have a boy at home to help him keep Merry Christmas. Tonight, they don't know just where he is or when he'll be coming home. But they don't tell each other they're worried, and they keep the Christmas candle burning so that no one will think they're downhearted. You want to rest a while, Roswell? We could sit on this park bench here. All right. Uh, huh. Mr. Riley, hmm? you've shown me some interesting places tonight. Did you have a reason for coming to this park? Well, yeah, Roswell, I... I guess it's time I told you something. Maybe I oughtn't to, but I got a hunch it's the right thing to do. Listen, your father ain't out of town having a good time, Roswell. He isn't? He told you that so as not to spoil Christmas for you. But I think you'd be happier taking your share of the trouble. Is... Is my father in trouble? Where is he? Where is he? You see that bench near the sidewalk? Under the streetlight. See the fellow sitting in it, all hunched over? That's your father. Why? What's he doing there? Where's my mother? He's waiting for news about her. That building across the street, that's... That's a hospital. You mean... My mother's in there? No, 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 no. Take it easy. This is where you either add to your pa's trouble or help him carry the load. Mr. Riley, I want to go to my father and... and help him wait. I'll be all right. And I ought to be with him. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Sonny. He'll be glad to see you. You're okay, Roswell. I always figured you was, even though you was working so hard to hide it. sake, Riley, where have you been? Where's Roswell? He's coming up our front walk with his old man. He found his father? Well, they kind of found each other, more ways than one. Listen, Peg, I got swell news. Mrs. Stevenson is going to be okay. We just heard. Oh. So I, I made him come back here with me now. Oh, isn't that nice. Well, come in, come in, Mr. Stevenson. I've just heard the good news. Hello, Mrs. Riley. Wonderful, isn't it? Here, Dad, take this chair. 
It's been quite an ordeal for my father, you know. Yeah, but it's okay now. It's going to be a Merry Christmas for everybody now. Hey, l- let's light up the Christmas tree, yes? Oh, it won't light, Daddy. We tried everything. It just won't light. It won't light? Well, well, well it's got to light. Uh, I wired it myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, pardon me. Maybe this will help you. <laughs> Roswell, what's that you took out of your pocket there? The fuse to the Christmas tree lights. <laughs> Roswell, uh, Babs, run, put this back in the fuse box so that we can light the tree. Hey, what's going on? We're starting Merry Christmas, Junior. G- give Roswell that present you got for him. No, no, let me give you one, Junior. Here's a big package that says to Roswell from Santa Claus. I want you to have this, Junior. Gee, thanks, Roswell. Gosh, Pop, that's the racer I was giving him. Don't say nothing. Give him something else. Go on. Uh, Roswell, I hope you like turtles because here's what I got today. Merry Christmas. A live turtle? Junior, it's just what I wanted. Merry Christmas. Oh, listen to the bell. It really is Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dumplin. Oh, the Merry you, Christmas, dear. Mr. Stevenson. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Junior. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas Dad. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas Dad. Roswell. Merry Christmas, Mr. Riley. Riley. Why are you opening the window? I want everybody to hear what I'm going to say next. Come on now, all together, everybody. From everybody in our house to everybody in your house. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas Eve, and in the Riley house, there is peace and goodwill toward all men. But this definitely was not the case a few days ago, when Riley was a man sorely beset by trouble. It began one evening as our hero, a pencil stub in his hand, and a dazed look on his face, was going over the monthly bills. Seven, six, forty, two, nine. Riley, haven't you finished adding those bills up yet? It takes time, Peg. I ain't an ad machine. Only got ten fingers. Well, let's see. Electricity, that's okay. Gas, okay. Uh, hey, what's this? $12 for a pair of pants? For Junior. Well, you just got a pair of pants last spring. Oh. I know, but he's awful hard on pants. It's those school benches sliding in and out all day long. It just wears out the seat of his pants. No, well, it's got to stop. I send that kid to school to use his head. <laughs> longer are you going to be with those bills? I'm all through, Peg, and this month for a change, we ain't in the red. We're even two bucks ahead. A nice little reserve for a rainy day. Well, anyway, a drizzle. But This dear, is what you... happens when I'm in charge of the budget, because I plan, I maneuver. From now on, I'm the treasurer in this family, yes, sir. But, Riley, what about Christmas presents? We'll need at least $50. I hereby resign as treasurer. <laughs> And it's only a few days off. Falls kind of early this year, isn't it? Same as every year. Uh, gee, I clean forgot it was next week. Two dollars. And I promised Junior a bike and Babs a wristwatch. They're expecting it. Well, Peg, we'll just have to borrow. Oh, I don't like it. Besides, who'll lend us money? What do you mean, who'll lend us money? Our friends, that's who. I got loads of friends, and my credit's good with them. All I got to do is call up Johnny Vendron and say, Johnny! Oh, no, I still owe him from last Christmas. <laughs> Well, I can call Lou Beatty and 
Uh, no, I still owe him for the ticket for the Dempsey Furpo fight. <laughs> well, I could always call up Sammy Roberts. He... You know, we got to make some new friends. We're in a rut. <laughs> well, Riley, I, I could write to my father for a loan. Oh, no, no. I don't take charity from relatives. I got my pride, you know. But what'll we do Don't for... you worry, I'll get dough. I ain't so far gone I can't raise some dough to buy my family Christmas presents. But where'll you get it? I got my resources. I'll get it. See you soon. <sighs> bills, bills, bills. Mom, help! Pop's over in my piggy bank. Junior. Junior, be quiet. Well, Pop, give it to me. It's my money. Junior, give let it go, to Junior. Me. I said let go of that. Riley, let go of that bank. Uh, all right, keep your old bank. This kid is money mad. <laughs> oh, gee, Pop. Oh, how could you? It was you? just a loan, and it's only for his benefit. That's still no excuse. Okay, okay. I forgive you, Junior. <laughs> now, let's forget it. Oh, hi. Daddy, would you hand me that vase on the mantel? Uh, this one? Yes, I left the money in here, and I... Holy smoke, look at that bankroll. That dough's been in here all the time? Yes. Well, Babs, you shouldn't leave a wad of dough lying around like that. It might be stolen by some crook. Well, if it is, it'll be an inside job. <laughs> That's not fair, Peg. Uh, listen, Babsy, uh, sweetheart. I'm sorry, Daddy. I need this money. Well, you might at least wait until I ask you. <laughs> well, I've got to get the girls to school some Christmas presents. All right, all right. Keep your money. This is a fine Christmas spirit. A fine way to pay me back for all I've done. When you were little, who dressed up in a red suit every Christmas with a beard and a wig and pretended to be a big, fat, jolly Santa Claus? I did. <laughs> yeah, well, who stuffed the pillows down your pants? I did. <laughs> All I ever done for you kids is work, work, work. I put in eight hours a day at that plant working for that ungrate Stevenson just so as I... Stevenson. I forgot. Peg, we got nothing to worry about. The bonus. What bonus? Well, I forgot all about it. Stevenson is going to give all the guys in my department a big bonus. He does it every Christmas. Oh, oh Daddy, right. that's, that's wonderful. Just great. Yeah, ain't he a darling ungrate? <laughs> I say it's a dainty trick, fellas. Yeah, you're right. You Gillis. said it. Yeah, sure is. Grace Stevenson says we're going to get bonuses if we wake hard. And then after we fall in the trap and wake hard, he reneges. No bonus. I tell you hey, guys... Yeah, hey, hey, here's Riley. Uh, does he know yet? No. Oh, hi, fellas. Yeah, hi, Riley. Hi, Riley. Hi, you're late, Riley. Yeah, I know. I stopped off to put a deposit on the bike. I'm getting my kids for Christmas. Boy, that bonus we're getting sure is a break. Uh, Riley... We're lucky we're working for a guy like Stevenson. What a sweet type. Uh, but Riley... It ain't every boss that hand out bonuses just like that. Look, Riley... Remember how I always stuck up for this Stevenson when all you guys said he was a rat... Well, this just goes to show that he's... We ain't getting no bonus. He's a rat. <laughs> no bonus? Why? Because he's a miserly miser, that's why. Rob, well, he can't get away with this. We've been counting on this bonus. That's all I've been living for. Yeah, well, we ain't going to take this laying down, fellas. No, We've got to stick up for our rights. We ought to send a delegate up to see him and demand the bonus. Yeah. That's a, a delegate. Wait, wait, a, delegate. a minute, guys. No, he, he might get sore and fire the delegate. Oh, what's a job compared to your self-respect? There comes a time when you've got to fight for your rights. Besides, we'll elect the delegate, so it'll be democratic. I nominate Riley. Now, wait a minute, guys. Uh, second the motion. Now, wait a All minute. All those in favor of Riley? Just a minute. Hi! Riley! <laughs> You're elected. 
elected delegate. I demand a recount. See you now, Riley. Oh, thanks, Millie. Well, here goes. Good luck. I hope you get the bonuses for the boys. Uh, well, I'll get them all right. I'm going to be tough, and I ain't taking no for an answer. I'll show him. Mr. Stevenson! Ah, oh, Riley, come in. Mr. Stevenson? <laughs> Sit down, Riley. Mr. Stevenson? Have a cigar, Riley? Thanks. Have a lifesaver? <laughs> Mr. Stevenson. Here, let me light it for you. Boss, I come to demand a bonus. <laughs> speak up, Riley, speak up. It's about the bonuses, Mr. Stevenson. Oh, yes, yes, I understand the men are quite upset about that. Yeah, well, well, well Riley, well. I'm glad you brought this up. I want you to understand how I feel about this whole problem of bonuses. Now, try to put yourself in my place. Yeah, but, but, boss... No, here, here, come here. Huh? Sit behind my desk. Where... There. Oh. Now, you're the boss, and I'm the worker. Oh. Okay, boss, sir. No, 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 no. You're the boss. Okay, worker, sir. <laughs> now, now, look, Riley, you're the boss. Mm -hmm. You've got the interests of your employees at heart. You want to do something nice. Christmas is coming, so you think of a bonus. Go on, Riley, give me a bonus. What would you say? Well, I, I'd say, uh... <clears throat> Now, Stevenson, you've been a good worker, loyal all year, and you're underpaid. So I feel you deserve a bonus. Here's a check for fifty, no, a hundred dollars, and uh, Merry Christmas. You offer me a check for a hundred dollars? I'm insulted. Here I am, a self-respecting American worker, doing an honest day's work for an honest day's pay, and you offer me this, this, this tip? You've insulted me. Well, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> you meant well, Riley. It's just that as boss, all you can think of is money, money, money. Yeah, I'm a greedy pig. <laughs> you can't understand that as your employee, I have something better than money. Pride. Yeah, pride. And what kind of a workman, what kind of an American would I be coming in here to ask you for a tip? What would you think of me? You're a greedy pig. Right. <laughs> After all, we're partners, equals. You have your job here in this office. I have mine out by my machine. But we're still partners. This is our plant. Those are our machines. Those are our planes that we're making. Now do you see why you shouldn't offer bonuses? Well, yeah, but, but, but what? What will we tell our wife and our children? <laughs> oh, Riley, they'll understand. Now, don't you feel a lot better about not getting the bonus? Oh, yeah... What a relief. Fine. <laughs> yeah, but the boys... Oh, don't think I'm going to forget the boys. I'm going to throw a big Christmas party right here in the plant, and they're all invited. Oh, boy, that's why. And there'll be a big tree, refreshments, and uh, uh, entertainment. A show with live actors? No, uh, something a little more appropriate. Uh, I'll read Dickens' Christmas Carol. <laughs> they tell me I'm another Lionel Barrymore. <laughs> That'll be a nice little gift for everybody, too. Uh, what do you think the men would like, Riley? How about a wallet? A wallet? Just what they need. They can use them for tobacco pouches. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Suppose you pick them out. Get 50 good wallets. Real leather, huh? Say, uh, 
A dollar apiece. I'll tell Millie to give you the check. Oh, boss, this is swell of you. You think the boys will appreciate all this? Appreciate it? You take a tip from me, boss. Don't let them catch you alone under the mistletoe. Well, so long, partner. Well, Riley, well, well, well. Boys, have I got news for you. You hear that, guys? I told you leave it to Riley. Oh, oh, boy, boy, good boy, old Riley. Ha, 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 ha. How much is the bonus? Yeah, yeah. The what? The bonus, the bonus. Oh, that. What do you mean, oh, that? We're getting the bonus, ain't we? Well, uh, the, 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 the question is, uh, do we really want a bonus? Do we want a bonus? What's the matter? Are you crazy? Well, fellas, now, wait a minute. You don't understand. A bonus, it's, it's un-American, and... And, well, if we take a bonus, we're... Well, we ain't Americans any longer. Shake hands with a Hungarian. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting no bonus. What? No bonus? No, but we're much happier without it. Believe me, look. Look, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for a guy who ain't getting a bonus, you're a little too happy. Riley... You wouldn't sell us out, would you? How much is Stevenson bribing you, Riley? Well, nothing, fellas. Honest, All I... of a sudden, he's pals with Stevenson. Look at his pocket, bulging with cigars. Well, fellas, you know me. I wouldn't do nothing crooked. Where but... did you get them cigars? Why, why, I stole them. You sold us out. No, no, no. Wait, wait. If Riley says he didn't sell us out, I believe. He's my oldest and dearest friend. And I know he ain't that lower skunk. Well, thanks, Gillis. <laughs> Honest, fellas, I did my best, but... Well, cheer up. You ain't gonna be forgotten. There's going to be something in your stockings on Christmas. Yeah. Feet. <laughs> well, the way I look oh, at it... Riley. Oh, hello, Millie. Mr. Stevenson asked me to give you this. It's for the you-know-what. So long. Oh. Let yeah. me see that. Yeah, well, hey, hey, that's mine. Uh, a check. Fifty bucks. Signed by Stevenson. Price it. But, fellas, you don't understand. That's for the you-know-what. We know what, all right. You sold us up. No, no, no. Well, I... easily 50 bucks. No, that don't... You got your bonus off. No, right. I didn't. I... Let's get out of here, fellas. And breathe in some fresh air. Gillis. <laughs> Gillis, wait. You've known me for 20 years. You just said I wasn't a skunk. A skunk? Compared to you, a skunk is Chanel number five. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Wait, fellas, fellas. You're hanging an innocent man. <laughs> back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley, who now sits in his living room, a bitter and disillusioned man. Friends, fat lot of good they do you. They always let you down. Well, I don't need them. I got Peg and the two kids. They're all the friends I need. Sorry, now I didn't have more kids. Ten or twelve. Oh, well, who's counting? I'm satisfied. It ain't every father that has two wonderful kids like... Oh, hello, Junior, my son. Hello. Well, son, what... Junior, where'd you get that black eye? Oh, it's nothing. Nothing? Why, well, had a fight with Egbert Gillis. Egbert, are you crazy or something? He's twice as big as you. You could never lick him in a million years. What'd you take him on for? Well, nobody's gonna say my father sold out. Junior, you fought over me. Oh, Junior, darling, you took on this big bruiser knowing he'd beat you to a pulp. You stuck up for your pop. Oh, my wonderful son. Well, I'll make it up to you, Junior. I'll give you anything you want. Go on, ask me. Ask me anything. Why did you sell out? <laughs> what? 
Do you believe it? Well, I, I didn't want to, Pop. But, well, gee, everybody saw the check. I don't want to hear and... no more. I got a good mind to put you over my knee and give you a black eye so as you won't be able to sit down for a week. <laughs> well, Pop, if it isn't true, why didn't you at least explain? Nobody will listen to me. Just like you won't listen to me. I could explain the whole thing in a second. Well, I'm willing to listen. No. I got my pride. If you have so little faith in me that you can believe this story, well, then I'm through. I ain't explaining. You can think what you want. And I hereby resign as your father. Oh, you're home, Daddy. Oh, Betsy, my only child. <laughs> Betsy, I know I've neglected you, and I, I never paid as much attention to you as I should have. Well, on account of him. But I swear I'll make it up to you. I'll give you anything you want, Babs. You just ask me. Go on, ask me anything. Daddy, why did you sell out? What? You believe it, too? But, Daddy, I... I don't want to hear. My, my own two kids believe it. And I wanted to have 12 kids yet. <laughs> That's all I need, a jury. <laughs> to convict me. Oh, Daddy, wait and listen to me. I don't want to listen. I never thought that I'd live to see the day that well, my... what's all the yelling about? Well, I got plenty to yell about. Those two kids of yours. The boys at the plant got a crazy idea. I sold them out so as I could get a bonus while they didn't. They're telling the whole town. And those kids believe it. Junior. Babs. How could you believe such a thing about your own father? Knowing the kind of man he is. How could you think he'd do such a terrible thing to his friends? But, Mother... Not I... another word. I'm disappointed in both of you. Now, go to your rooms this instant. Sorry. sorry. Riley, why did you sell out? <laughs> what? Hey, you think... Oh, what's the use? <laughs> I only want to get to the bottom of this. I... I didn't believe it at first, but when I found out you cashed a check of Stevenson's for $50 at the market... But, Peg... Now, don't try to deny it. I know you did. Well, sure, I cashed the check. But look what I bought with it. Here, I'll show you. There. Wallets. For all the men. Christmas presents from Stevenson. And now they go around oh, saying... Oh, Riley. Oh, I... I'm sorry, dear. I, uh. I should never have doubted you. Oh, Riley, I... I'm so ashamed. Oh, no, 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 that's all right, Dumplin'. Don't cry. Dry your eyes. Lend me your handkerchief. I ain't got one. Here, use this blotter. <laughs> oh, what a mess. A fine Christmas this turned out to be. Oh, there's a Santa Claus on the corner. I think I'll give him a buck. It'll help somebody else to have a Merry Christmas. Holy smoke, look at that. It's the first time I ever saw Santa Claus wearing a black costume and a black beard. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. A Merry Christmas to you, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. <laughs> it's you, Digger. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Well, what are you doing, Digger, all dressed up like Santa? Oh, I'm collecting money for the UEPGBCC. UEPGBBCC? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Fall Bearers give a box for Christmas, Club. <laughs> we give out food passes to needy families. Our motto is, 
the good that you do unto people will come back to you in the end. <laughs> and so will the people. Well, it ain't much of a Christmas for me, Digger. All my friends have dropped me. Except you. Oh, I'll never drop you until it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> you heard what the boys are saying about me, Digger. Ah, yes. What a vile slander. Riley, we must clear you. Nobody's going to throw dirt in your face while I stand around doing nothing. <laughs> well, thanks, Digger, but I'll handle this myself. You must strike back right. You must fight. Fight to the last ditch. Oops, that reminds me I have an appointment. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> Stevenson. Millie, I told you I don't want to be disturbed. I've got to rehearse the Christmas carol for the party tonight. Oh, Riley left this box. Here, it's the wallet for the men. Oh, oh, good. Oh, they're very nice. I think the men will like them, don't you? No. No? Not after you promised them a bonus. They think it's very unfair and you can't blame them. Frankly, it's, it's not like you, Mr. Stevenson. Well, Millie, you don't understand. It's a matter of principle with me. The American worker should retain his dignity. And a bonus is nothing but a tip, a bribe. I've always maintained that no self-respecting American, I don't care what his job is, should accept one. And furthermore, I believe... Hello? Hello, Carl? Oh, hello, I.B. Merry Christmas. Same to you, Carl. Carl, I've just come from a board of directors meeting. The board feels you've done a great job this year keeping costs down, and we voted you a little bonus. $10,000. Hello? Carl, are you still on? Uh, yes. I, uh, don't know what to say, I.B. Uh, thanks. That's all right, my boy. You've earned it. See you tonight at dinner. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Millie, I've been thinking it over. After all, it is Christmas. Put a $50 bill in each wallet. I guess I'm just an old softie. <laughs> Looks like a very nice party. Mr. Stevenson certainly didn't skimp on food. Ah, uh, so what? Nobody's having a good time. Look at Gillis and the boys over there in the corner. They look at me like they look at the time clock in the morning. And I bet they like to punch me, too. Well, then why don't you go over and explain what happened? I keep telling no. you... you. They'll have to come to me. Oh, you're so stubborn. Oh, uh, here you are, Riley. Riley, I think it's time you handed out the wallets. And then uh, I'll do the Christmas carol. Now, boss... Boss, maybe you better skip it. I, I don't think the boys will be a good audience on, on, on account of not getting the bonus. Oh, 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 don't you worry about that, Riley. Just hand out those wallets, and I guarantee they'll be a good audience. Well, okay, it's, it's your party. Uh, fellas, fellas, can I have your attention, please? Uh, fellas, fellas, Mr. Stevenson asked me to hand out the presents now. Uh, just a minute, Riley. Before yes. you hand out any presents... We got a little present we'd like to hand yeah, out. Now, wait a minute, Gillis. I'm running this. It's and... for you, Riley. For me? A, a present for me? Yeah. Yeah, all the boys chipped in and bought you a sweater. Special. Made to order for you. Merry Christmas. A sweater? <laughs> you chipped in and... Oh, fellas. I, I gotta try it on. Peg, what did I tell you? I told you they'd come to me. Stand aside, Peg. I want to look in the mirror. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful, fellas. Black. 
my favorite color. And I love that white stripe running down the back. <laughs> and look, 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 it even has a bushy tail. <laughs> oh, thanks, fellas. This shows what you really fit. <laughs> no, 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 say it's a mistake, fellas. Fellas, I just... Riley, Riley, it's getting late. I've got to do that Christmas carol. You, you and your Christmas carol. Okay, you want a Christmas carol? I'll tell you one, you tightwad. Riley! Pipe down. This here Christmas carol is about a guy called Scrooge Stevenson. An old miser who wouldn't give the guys who slaved for him a measly bonus. Riley! Pipe down. And on Christmas Eve, Scrooge Stevenson is lying at his home in his bed, made of solid gold, when suddenly there's a knock at the door. And who do you think it is? Who? Pipe down. <laughs> it's a ghost. The ghost of a Christmas yet to come. And the ghost says, Scrooge Stevenson, you miserable old skinflint, come with me and I'll show you how you're going to wind up someday. And the ghost takes him to Forest Lawn and he points out, a, <laughs> points out a lonely grave. And on the grave there's a tombstone and on it there's engraved an epithet. And the ghost says, Scrooge Stevenson, read your epithet. <laughs> and you read it. And you know what it says? What? Here lies Stevenson. He's gone and he's forgotten. He gave us each a wallet, and in it there was nothing. <laughs> Riley, I ought to fire you for this. You're lucky it's Christmas. Now hand out those wallets. No, no, I won't. I ain't going to insult my friends handing out them cheesy wallets. Riley! I'll show you what I think of you and your cheap wallets. I'm throwing them in the fireplace. Stop it! Right in that roaring fire. There, there, Riley, there! Riley, Riley, you idiot! There's a $50 bonus in every one of those wallets. What? What? A, a, a bonus? Oh, what did I do? I threw them in the fire. But don't worry, fellas. I'll get them back for you. Stand back, everybody. I'm going into that roaring place, and I ain't coming out till I have those wallets. Goodbye, Peg. Riley, what? that's no fire. It's an electric log with colored lights. Oh, Riley. <laughs> you mean what I was... Well, it's a Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> folks, attention, please. Folks, folks. It's Christmas Eve, and we're all having a good time, and we're all friends, and that's the way it should be. Christmas Eve. This is a solemn occasion. Well, the fellows in the back there kindly break up that crap game. Thank you. Now, uh, what was... Oh, God, no. As I was saying, I want to say that there is a man here tonight who's been terribly misjudged. Oh, come now, Riley. That isn't necessary. Now, let me finish, Mr. Stevenson. He's been called all kinds of nasty names. Oh, Riley, I really don't mind. Yeah, but now you all know what a sweet, lovable guy he is. Riley, you're making me blush. And you all owe him an apology. So I'm asking you to all join in and wish him a Merry Christmas. Now, come on, all together. Let's hear you say it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. To Chester A. Riley. To Carl Stevenson. It's a losing fight. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow The Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website. 
at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y and Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.